Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Inside the Inventory, home to some of the best quality, content, and sound. Today's story is titled, Embracing Being Alone. It's usually at night where my innermost thoughts come to life. Sometimes I lay in my bed and I just find myself staring at the ceiling. I try and use this time to empty my mind, release anything I've been harboring, and recap. This is the one time during the day where I'm not meeting the demands of anyone else and I can finally cater to myself. And it's no surprise that when I'm alone at night is when I'm most creative. Outside of spending time with God, I usually try to write out these episodes and work on some creative projects that I kind of have in the background. When space is created and you allow time to iron out certain things, it's usually when you make the most progression in learning yourself through and through. As much as we are creatures of connection, there is so much value in having time alone. Do you ever wonder where all your time goes? The most valuable currency, might I add. And how much of that currency do you spend on yourself? We live in a world where it's more socially acceptable to pay closer attention to the life of someone else rather than our own. Sometimes, distraction can mean restriction. You can access those surface-level parts of yourself usually, no matter the environment. But those more intimate layers are only afforded in solitude, when you're solely focused on yourself and the person in the mirror rather than the person on your screen. I heard this interesting saying one time, and it went something like this. You cannot grow yourself until you're underwater. And I was like, nah, nah, hold up, wait. That don't make no type of sense, bruh. But I took it and I sat with it for a little bit and I drew my own personal conclusions. And this is what I came out with. The water is a representation of everything surrounding us. If we're sensible enough to learn how to flush out that excess water, we'll then have the power and ability to absorb the rest of the water that actually is nutrient for us. And in turn, we become the best version of ourselves. So the idea is that not everything around you and everyone around you is necessarily going to add value or help you grow. And most times, we're able to find that strength from within to fuel ourselves while eliminating some of that excess from our lives. It's because outside of God, the person that we're most relatable to and we'll always find comfort in is ourselves. And these are the times where you get the most insight and lucidity. Every episode that I've written and recorded thus far, I was in solitude. I kind of did a little interesting experiment with the closet in my room. I took all my stuff out and I turned it into a recording studio, actually. This is where I can come and express myself and just be me, take a break from the outside world. 
And so I decided to be intentional about when I'm writing and recording these episodes, not just so I could focus, but so that the words that I created were in the rawest form of imagery. Each message being true at its root. But I don't think that these messages would have been the same had it been written or recorded in, say, a room full of people. Because being by myself while I molded these stories really gave me a chance to feel and process each word without distraction. If you've even noticed in previous episodes, there were different melodies throughout each one as well. And all of these sounds were a mere reflection of the emotions and feelings that I was experiencing at that time. Some were more upbeat, and some were mellow. And for this reason, I had to ensure that each time I handcrafted the very words that you're ingesting, that I devoted the time and space necessary to make them most meaningful. So understand that you are a reflection of not only the amount of time that you invest into yourself, but into your life as well. And the amount of time spent doing so will be the evidence when it comes to the depth of your true character. Because it's not until you're by yourself that you find yourself. Back in college, I had a mentor outside of school that I met with pretty regularly. He was a pretty dope guy, too. He was wise. He was very sensible. He was an older gentleman, so you could imagine how successful he was. He had his own business and just a lot of life knowledge. You know, at this point in his life, he'd mastered the ropes, and all he wanted to do was spend the remaining years of his life giving back and planting seeds in the greater Seattle area. And so he decided to take me under his wing and be my mentor. So we were sitting at lunch one day having a conversation, and it was more or less centered around me not being sure what I wanted to do post-graduation and just figuring out what is my mark in life going to be? How can I make an impact? And I was so ambitious coming out of college. I was young, I was hungry, and I knew I had a lot to offer, and I didn't want to settle. There was a specific part of our conversation that I remember. I must have spent at least 10 to 15 minutes in real time just naming out several professions, different avenues and paths that I could potentially take. And he just sat there the entire time and just gazed at me. And just toward the end of me rambling and going on tangents and just just being all over the place, hot mess, a distinct facial expression came over him. With how profound he was and how smart he was, I was like, damn, this is about to be a mic drop moment. And I was not prepared for it. And it was, too. He asked me a question that stuck with me because in that moment I had absolutely no idea how to answer it. He asked me, just like this, who are you? With as much conviction as a Barack Obama speech, I swear, I was so caught off guard. And I must have sat there for a good 10 seconds, y'all, with just the dumbest look on my face. In my head, I'm like, why are you asking me this? This don't got nothing to do with what we're talking about. But, of course, that's all internal. In reality, I was just sitting there silent while a bunch of unconnected thoughts floated around my brain. And just before the awkward silence got bad, he followed his initial question by saying, you'll find your answer by starting there. 
I was low-key so frustrated because I was really hoping that he would give me some pointers, some sound, logical, and professional advice. And this guy hits me with a philosophical one-liner, y'all. And I'm stunned. And I'm like, this is not what I came here for. I need something tangible. I need some feasible advice. And for those who know me, I'm very much the type of person who always has to have some sort of logical answer or reasoning behind everything. That's just how I'm wired. I can't help it. So that question did stick with me for a couple days. The first light bulb moment that I remember having was understanding that who I am and what I decided to do would be an interchangeable reflection of one another. Just like how people say, you know, you're the company you keep. It was that same underlying significance. And I realized it as I kept replaying that question in my head over and over. The only issue was I was missing the biggest reason behind that question. And what he wanted me to see is that I needed to first understand who I was at the very core before I could even answer that question, before I could go out and find what my career path would be, before I could find my creativity, and before I could sit behind this mic. And it was no surprise that I wasn't able to truly understand that conversation that we had and that question that he asked me until I had some time alone to process it and really sort it through. And ever since then, the way that I value and view alone time changed so much and it's become far more significant now. Because it's about building yourself in the absence of someone else. It's about eliminating codependency. It's about ownership, not using other people as a crutch or an escape. It's about self-realizations and so much more. And it's about knowing that the only person qualified to take care of you is you. Be okay with embracing your own space of confinement and learn yourself every day. Ask those internal questions. And the reason I really wanted to emphasize this is because we've all been let down in some way or another. Expectation is such a killer, especially when you place that into certain people or things, because it always leads to disappointment in some way. But when you're in a very comfortable and foundational place in your life to where you're certain and confident about the work that you've put into yourself, none of these things will affect you in ways that they probably would have otherwise. And you'll be able to eliminate that excess water with just enough nutrient water left over. And that's more than enough. So here's a challenge. If you aren't sure if you should be spending more time alone, then I have five questions that hopefully will bring you some clarity. Number one, are you more codependent or are you self-sufficient? Number two, have you ever taken yourself out on a date? Number three, when's the last time you took a social media hiatus, if at all? Number four, does your personality or mannerisms change around certain people, causing you to act differently or to act more like them in a way? And number five, if someone were to approach you today and ask, who are you? Would you be able to answer that question? Until next time.